know, she's doing her music stuff, and she's she's she, she's huge. Mm-hmm. So you would say she's the Don Rickles of music. Nah, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I mean, you can't touch Don Rickles. What if I told you? Nor would you want to. Yeah. <laughs> or that's that's in the bank. About. That's in the wow. bank. You can take that to the bank. What kind of bank? The money bank. <laughs> the money bank. <laughs> That should just probably introduce us. Like, welcome, welcome back. Rabbit Troop sucks. Uh, going to money banks, uh, you need $50,000 because your new father, I guess, I guess that's the way I phrase it, uh, need, need some medical help. And conveniently, as noted in other films, conveniently in a price package of 50 k uh, you could help your father in Dirty Work, 1998. <laughs> Welcome back to Rabbit Troop Sucks. As always, we are a podcast about obscure, forgotten about, and often overlooked films. Next to me, to my left, is Colin. Hi, Colin. Hey. And then, then to Colin is Lamar, taking some sips. Hello. Mm-hmm. And, and then next, next to Lamar is uh, is Mike. Oh, hi. You had to think about that for a second, didn't you? <laughs> I was wondering. I, I was wondering what Mike was going to say. Sometimes Mike no, said, I, <laughs> Mike has had, had, had different introductions at times. I'm just going to say it like that. Uh, there are a couple uh, summaries on IMDb about Dirty Work again, 1998, uh, directed by Bob Saget. Rest in peace. Uh, starring Norm Macdonald. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, you pointed out earlier that everyone in this movie is dead. Yeah, like <laughs> half the cast is deceased. It's like yes. it's like really sad kind of watching, like even making jokes or whatever. Like, oh, that well, that person's just not alive. Um, so oh, yeah, welcome back with the comedy. Um, but I I like the IMDb uh summary. There's several as always, but I like the one that's one sentence. A loser finds success in the revenge for higher business. Oh, that's yeah. perfect. That's, 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 solid. that's yeah. solid. 1998. Very. That's all you need to know. Dirty work. Norm Macdonald. I don't even know why we're doing a podcast about it at this point. That, <laughs> that pretty much summed that's it, up. it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that was pretty misleading. He does not find success. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. No. Not really. And, and and you know, it's crazy. We're back to back with uh, Christopher McDonald movies uh, again, where he's a villain, and I'm going to be like, man, this guy's probably like the nicest dude in real life. Christopher McDonald should be on this podcast. I wonder if there's any way shape and form where we could get a hold of him and just be like dude you seem super nice and we love you in all these films but you play the biggest dick in all of these films but he's really good at it yeah i know that's the thing so i'm like this guy's got to be like a great sport and he seems just really nice i'll bet he is really nice Mm. yeah yeah no one holds a chihuahua better than the business it's fantastic i don't even know what to say about that (laughs) No, there's nothing to say. Uh, but he's, like you said, just a dick on film, but probably the greatest person ever to meet. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, there. okay, so there there are a lot of, aside from people who are dead now, this movie is loaded with fun cameos. Oh, yeah. Um, do you want to go through a couple of them, or do you want to pepper it in as we, as we go? Well, I'm, I think, I think, I think the, uh, do you, should we say who the biggest one is? I think there's like a really, really big cameo in this. Gary Coleman. <laughs> it's, it's Gary Coleman as Gary Coleman. Yeah. Lamar, as I noted uh, to you before, I don't think he had a galaxy of prawns. <laughs> and I noted no. he's a few prawns short of a galaxy. He is. might be. I, I, I think, well, I mean, maybe everyone has like a slightly bigger cameo. Um, I think Chris Farley is a huge cameo uh, in this. Oh, sure. I, I almost forgot to note him, and I don't know where this is 
this sounds really sad. I don't know where this is on his lifespan. This is like towards the end of his life. Like I would imagine this is one of his last films, right? Yeah, can't did, remember. Did when anyone passed, look this up? But that's no. a good question. I'm doing it now. Yeah, he's idea. a lot of fun. It looked like maybe he had like two days of shooting. There's like a scene where he's like, or a couple scenes where he's basically at a bar, and another scene where he's not. Um, he's a notable character. I wouldn't say it's a cameo, but he's not really listed in the credits. That's the thing. A, is he's sort of like. I think he's notable to us because it's Chris Farley. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, honestly, when it comes down to it, it's five minutes sprinkled yeah. through. Oh, wow. This is listed as his last movie. It wow. Came out, it came out after his death. Uh, that is wow. something. I, that new perspective of watching it now. Yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of crazy. So, I mean, this is our, uh, we've, I don't believe we've ever done a movie with Chris Farley. So that's no. super awesome. I mean, Chris Farley, rest in peace. And that's why I said, like, I almost forgot to note him. He's not really listed in the top, I think, like 15 people on IMDb. He is sprinkled through, but he does have a lot of memorable lines and moments, and he's a lot of fun. I mean, but there's a ton of other people in this movie. Bob Saget is the director. Again, rest in peace. So we have Chris Farley, rest in peace. Bob Saget, rest in peace. Norm MacDonald, rest in peace. Don Rickles, rest in peace. And maybe some other people that I forgot to mention in this. So pretty much half or I would say about 60 to 70% of the most notable cast members are deceased, which is... Jack Warden, who played Pops, is is not alive any longer. Yeah, so super... Yeah, so super deceased, everybody. He was also uh, in a movie that we've talked about so many times, uh, Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead. We got we got to get to the movie at some point. I don't... I, yeah. I remember that movie being just super boring. Remember, Mike, if if a movie's boring, you just have an extra drink. <laughs> That's true. You, you I don't know if I can handle <laughs> that many drinks. To rewind a little bit, Mike, what do you think the biggest cameo was? The biggest cameo? Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. I mean, probably Chris Farley. I mean, Chevy Chase, maybe. Yeah. Um, John Goodman. John Goodman. Rebecca Romaine. I took Chevy Chase almost as a more mainline character. Yeah. Like he's he, like he's like B B line character. Yeah. The, uh, Chris Farley was like D line character, and I don't mean that as like a grade of character. Just like he's not like the first prominent character. Um, but Chevy Chase would be like part two, like B. B. Yeah, Adam Sandler. I mean, yeah, Adam I guess Sandler we all knew like, he was going to show up somewhere, but like E, because he's just like there for he's a, in moment. It for a second. Yeah. yeah, there's probably some that we missed that this random characters that like we know that the, uh, the homeless guy from the principal from um, yeah, I, I can't recall his name unfortunately. No, no one can. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well, we've seen people in other films in this yeah. film, which makes me think there's just a galaxy of prawns. guests. Prawns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, damn right, prawns. <laughs> a galaxy of guest stars and cameos yeah, we didn't Don catch. Don Rickles. Lamar's um, on the phone right now, but that phone is not plugged in. No, it's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yes, it's, Mr. It's, President. The, the best friend is Sam. It's Artie Lange, right? Yeah. I know him as from Mad TV, and I made a note of that, but I... Has anyone seen this guy in like something more recent? No. Yeah, He's, nor have I. Just radio show. Yeah. Oh, cool. Like, what do you know? What I am not being facetious. I'm not like, oh, cool radio show. As I say, as like the podcast host of, of, <laughs> of an obscure podcast. But like, 
Do, do you know like what the premise of that show is or anything like that? Uh, I don't remember who he's with, but it's someone super famous, and we're all gonna look like idiots for not knowing. <laughs> I heard it yeah. pronounced Artie Lang. Is I think it's Artie right? Lang. Yeah. yeah. Well, how about this? Oh, I'm, I'm uh, never editing any of this. There you go. With, yeah. He was. It was with Howard Stern. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, whoops. I mean, isn't that how he kind of got his start? No, I think he's on Mad TV first. Was he? Okay. Yeah, I don't know any of this. I'm out of the loop. Yeah, I don't know. That yeah, I'm quite a bit out of the loop as well with that. I think it is Artie Lang. I, I know he's very familiar with uh, Howard Stern. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, I know him more as a comedian than an actor. That too. Uh, I'm not familiar with most of his I know movies. no one from anything. There you go. <laughs> Paul's never met anybody. <laughs> who, are the, who are these people and where are they coming from? I thought you were the only people that existed. <laughs> you people, my wife, my daughter, right. squirrels. Oh, only the people that come to your house are real. <laughs> sure. Fantastic. Yeah. You mentioned this was uh, directed by Bob Saget. Yeah. Uh, did he do any other movies that... I, I So funny you say that. I looked up some Bob Saget things and there wasn't like a ton of stuff, so... Again, uh, rest in peace, Bob Saget. He uh, died in January 2022, so a year ago at the age of 65. Um, There was like some TV shows and stuff, and there was like a random movie. I didn't really know what it was. This seemed like the bigger thing, but I think episode of TV shows, there was a Norm MacDonald TV show, and he directed the first episode of that. So I guess they're, I mean, I would have to assume they were friends. Um, this is the same studio, you know, Adam Sandler, or Adam Sandler, sorry, Adam Sandler. Uh, Goldbergs, uh, I love everything to do with the Goldbergs. I recently mentioned Goldbergs um, a couple episodes ago. But yeah, I mean, it seems like everyone's having a lot of fun in the studio. Um, yeah. <laughs> when I think of Bob Saget, I think of two things. One, his cameo in Half-Baked. Sure. And two, uh, I don't know if anyone remembers this. Lamar, you probably will, and maybe Paul. Uh, Tourette's guy. <laughs> Wait, what, what? Oh, Bob Saget. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, as soon as you said Tourette's guy, I was like, yeah, but... Oh, uh, yeah, man. A they want a lawnmower. That, that <laughs> one just gets me every time. So uh, I think of pretty much uh, a lot of the things Mike noted... Uh, clearly full house, but his cameo in Half Baked. My brother met Bob Saget at a concert, and he has a photo with him, like a, awesome. like a selfie. And I, I asked my brother uh, what Bob Saget might have done uh, for Coke mm. <laughs> in reference. Wow. My brother, my brother did not respond to that. Okay, <laughs> and I did follow Seems up. That this is a half baked reference. <laughs> <laughs> you just really wanted to know. Yeah. Well. Hey, we're in a movie that's super disjointed. I don't know what you guys think of this movie. I have a lot of fun with it. But this movie is super, super edited weirdly. It's sometimes cohesive. Do do you guys feel differently about this? That is not a cohesive film. Yeah, you're you're right. But I have fun with it. I I guess I didn't. I mean, it's not a a good, well-crafted movie. But I didn't have any issue with tracking what was happening oh no 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 i don't mean like we don't understand like like the like a to b to c process of this film it's more just like 
we're just dumped like scenes. It's like here's this scene. Oh yeah, here's yeah. yeah. You're, you're just kind of brought in. Yeah, yeah. The, the the editing is crap. Like that. That's what I mean. Like the biggest holdup I would have is the editing is total garbage. It's just like here's a scene. Here's a scene. Like yeah, like you'll follow everything that's happening. That's like really my only qualm with this, and probably why this movie's what a one hour and twenty two minutes, <laughs> which you know. We're we're a podcast about obscure films. I mean, when you see a movie that's an hour and twenty two minutes, you're like, great, softcore porn on Tubi. Um, I mean, that's that's pretty much like what you're gonna get. But when that's I, when I see an hour that's an hour and a movie that's an hour and twenty minutes, I think finally someone knows how to make a movie that is the proper <laughs> fucking length. Because I don't have three hours to dedicate to this shit today. What that's okay, true. Mike? What is the uh, the time frame that worries you? Like an hour and 10 minutes, an hour and 12 minutes. Because there's been a lot of like, quote unquote, sci-fi movies oh, yeah. on Tubi that you're like, that looks like it'd be a fun romp with friends. And you're like, that's straight up softcore porn. Yeah, once- <laughs> that, That's what I mean. Like an hour and 22 minutes of this movie, you're like, mm, you're like in that threshold. Like you're not at, let's say an hour and 28 minutes. We are like, that's shy of an hour and mm-hmm. a half. But that seems reasonable. An hour and 22 minutes. Wait a minute. I have... <laughs> you're suspect. <laughs> no. Like, when you get into the 100-minute range, that's <laughs> An where, hour and 10? That's where it's troublesome <laughs> for me. I, there was a night you and I were looking for something to watch. This was pre-RTS. Uh, and we kept coming across, like, these weird sci-fi movies. It- and the descriptions were like, okay, this could be fun. Then it's like, oh, this is 98 minutes. <laughs> This is this is seventy minutes. And oh, no, no, a, ninety. Oh, 90, 90 yeah, sorry, yeah, ninety-eight. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say like, ninety-eight. It's okay. Right, this is this is like eighty minutes. There we go. Um, and then it's like, oh no, like this is this is porn. This is pornography. Yeah, there, and they and they were. They there was were. a time with my brother-in-law Lamar. You were there too. We were really quickly like going through some like really like fun weird films, and then we're like, wait a minute, what's this film? And we like we're like oh, we need man. to watch it, and it was uh, clearly just like seventy minutes. Of like vampire youth porn. Yeah, that, <laughs> um, that was disturbing. Well, we just needed to confirm it at a point in time, but we're like, oh no. Yeah, but yeah. yeah I think, but <laughs> I think that was my crash course in like realizing the minutes of a film is something I need to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Like before we load it, that is like again, as Mike just noted, you're like, oh man, an hour and five minutes. What kind of movie is this? Yeah. And if someone was like, like in the opening description, like budget art film i'd be like okay like let's talk about that but then it's like Susie crash landed on a planet of sexy people <laughs> and only mm. sexy ways could get her sex out of this and you're like, wait a minute that doesn't sound right at one in the morning and then you're like on imdb and then you're a subscriber to but a I mean, thing. Content- 70 minutes into the movie wait a minute <laughs> this they're they're fucking again god is it I, contemporary directors need to take a page from the uh, pornographers, though. I, I'm like, some movies are just too fucking yeah. long. I'm waking my wife up. Like, listen, if you see anything, like when you load up like Apple TV, I took notes on this for a podcast. <laughs> it is not pornography. I asked Colin. I was texting <laughs> Colin at three in the morning. He told me it was okay. We if, just, if I woke you up, we were just taking notes. <laughs> yeah, I walked past what I saw. <laughs> Just like this movie starts, Pops isn't doing well. <laughs> well, we we start the movie with a with a flashback. We we've got Norm and Artie, uh, or what Mitch, Mitch and, and Sam. Sam. Good uh, job, Mike. Thank you. 
I've, I've seen this movie 8,000 times, so I, I should know something. Uh, they're, they're kids. Um, you know, Norm, uh, Mitch doesn't have a father, but, you know, Pops is kind of like a father figure, although he doesn't like him a ton. Yeah, but, uh, they're at odds. They're at odds, yeah. Well, he's an old boxer, and he's kind of a perv. Um, sure. I like that they that got... Old, that old story. <laughs> I like that they got child actors to play the kids, but Pops is just the same age, <laughs> yeah. regardless of... There was a contract involved with yeah. this. He was he was fine. Uh, but, we're, we're you know, we established that the two of them, uh, they don't like taking shit from people. They like playing pranks and getting revenge um, on bullies, crossing guards who, who grab kids' asses, uh, meter, meter maids, I guess. And the humor will set the Rude tone dogs. for the whole yeah. movie. If you're laughing like two minutes into the movie, you're going to appreciate the rest of it. So really quickly Good to interject, you. I had to look up. So, you know, you're highlighting like some of the humor set up and we could go into detail, like weird pervy things like crossing guards, like grabbing kids asses. Like <laughs> this is a very like controversial um, comedy. Like this is probably nowadays not. <laughs> well, I mean, we start the movie off making light of a sexual predator. Right. And so this is 1998. <laughs> um, so brand new year, 2024. We're looking at things that are, you know, honest to God, like 20, like, like, like 25 years old. That's like insane. Like 26. Um, but so I had to look this up. I was like, when did half baked come out? So half baked also came out in 1998. Oh, wow. So good year. Yeah. So well, this is crazy. So I, my real quick thought was, wow, this is like a real probably breaking point for Bob Saget because, you know, if you have not seen half baked, his cameo is jarring. <laughs> the comedy is funny but jarring at the same time. And so to see him like, wow, I'm also directing this. This is a completely different side. I mean, like I have to assume most people in the night, again, 1998 perspective, we're looking a quarter of a century ago. Holy shit. Um, But we're looking at, you know, uh, what's it? What's Danny's last name in uh, full house. Tanner, Danny Tanner. Most people have that Danny Tanner lens on because it's 1998. And now I'm like thinking of this film. I'm thinking of his cameo and half baked. Like, this is crazy. Like, uh, when was Full House on through? I am on it. I think it debuted in 89 and just lasted till mid 2000s. That's so conquered okay. the 90s. 87, Lamar. Jesus, that's earlier than I 87 thought. 87 to 95. Wow. Okay, so it had. It had been over for a couple of years, but not too long. Yeah. And so, I mean, still, we're also looking through a lens of like America's 90s home videos. Yeah. Yeah. America's funniest home videos, 90s sitcom sensibilities. Uh, and then this would come out and this would be like South Park humor every which way. People would be like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Danny Tanner. <laughs> That's true. I guess he was doing like dirty stand up before that too. So I guess if you're familiar with his stand up, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like this jarring. was like a wave it all at once. Yeah, I would that's assume. true. Um, yeah, may, uh, yeah, I don't know, like when he was doing all his stand up, but like mid '90s, late '90s. So like, was he known for dirty stand up like during the Full House time? Or did I that come? I, out? I did not know. Like I don't. Again, everyone hates me. I, I don't think I've ever seen an episode of Full House. Well, I, Mike, so, I, I don't <laughs> think I knew about any of his dirty stand-up until Half-Baked. Right. And then people were like, whoa, but haven't you seen his stand-up? 
And most people are like, no. no. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I remember, like, I, I knew what Full House was. I was familiar with, like, the cultural implications of it. I just never, never really seen it. So, so when I saw Half-Baked, I was like, oh, that's the Full House guy. This is not what I was expecting him to be doing. And yeah, all the, you know, all the legit people were like, oh yeah, like, he's like a dirty motherfucker in a stand-up. Uh, I just didn't know if that, I didn't know if for the people who watched Full House, if that was known and understood. It wasn't to me. Okay, I first fair. saw him in Full House and I thought, well, what a nice young man. <laughs> and then I saw <laughs> Half-Baked and like, what Love the it. hell is going on here? Lamar, since Mike hasn't seen Full House, um, I think you and I could talk on a little bit of code. So but, what, what 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 kind of what kind of guy do you think Mike is? Uh, do you think he's more guy. like a grown up Olsen twin guy? Do you think he's you know like Kimmy Gibbler? Do you think he's you know like a Jody? Do you think he's Candace? Like what's going on? Which is the one that don't worry about it, Mike. Went to jail for do, like bribing colleges. That's that's <laughs> aunt, and that's she's not even on the table, okay. fella. Sorry, well I didn't know. You. <laughs> I don't know the names. Code intact, Lamar. So what <laughs> what, what, what kind of guy do you think you, you pegged Mike for? I think he'd be a Joey guy. Jody? Like, a Joey. Is Joey... Um, Joey? Yes. <laughs> oh, now, wow. hear me out on this. Is he the one that was also on Nickelodeon? I don't know if he was. Yeah. Who, what's the... Um, he's just a... He, yeah, he just keeps quiet. He makes a little... He makes... Little one-liner who's jokes. The one who, well, who's the one who does like the, well, well, the, no, no, the, no, the no, fucking no, no. gopher I'm dance say, or whatever? I'm, oh my god, Lamar! I'm not saying who do you think he would be. I'm saying who do you think he'd be into? Oh, <laughs> oh, like, oh. Like, who do I want to fuck? <laughs> Don't worry about it, Mike. Ooh. Yeah. Well, so so yeah. It, n- th- now mm. going back to my examples, yeah. do you think he's grown-up Olsen? Do you think he's Kimmy Gibbler? Do you think he's Jody? Do you think he's Candace? Not Ooh. who do you think he is? Damn. Same answer. <laughs> now I've never seen Fuller House, so I know that these people become other people. Sure, I'm not sure. Really We're just going but... full house, regular full house. <laughs> you'd, you'd be down with you'd be down with Aunt Becky. Oh wow, you bring her back to Aunt yeah, Becky? Yeah. I oh think wow. So. Um, nice. I was into Aunt Becky. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she is a criminal, but uh, um, yeah. Oh, is that the, the college one? Yeah, that'd be the Lori Lachlan. I think you would be down for. <laughs> I'm going to look this up. <laughs> All right. There you, there you go. <laughs> wow. I mean, that, that that's the one. Other than that, talking. everybody else is off the table. I can't I can't get into that realm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's got the crazy eyes. Wow. I don't even know what's happening. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Mitch grew up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, we're, where are we at in Dirty Work? <laughs> oh, we're, yeah. we're at a tangent in Full House. We where, haven't talked about Dirty Work in a while. Where... Who, who, who Mike would be uh, hooking up with? I think he'd be hooking up with Tony Ann from this movie. Tony Ann. That's such a great name. <laughs> <It is. laughs> yeah, I can't remember who Tony Ann is, and I wrote it's that down. Uh, Aldo's daughter. Yeah, that the, broke up oh, right yeah. yeah we're going to get a scene flash to the That's present. Right, Tony mm-hmm. And he's banging this Tony Ann chick, and she's not down with his failure. Well... That's why it's dirty work. <laughs> it is yeah, dirty is. work. Yeah, so he he's uh he he's all grown up. Things haven't worked out. He's he's delivering pizza for Aldo. Um, Thirty minutes or less. He he misses a couple too many. Spicy meatball. Yeah, he doesn't get the spicy meatballs there in time. So spicy. It's, <laughs> it's just so spicy. 
When's the last time you guys had a pizza place that had a policy like that? 30 minutes where it's free? <laughs> never. No, never. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, in in a world of DoorDash and Uber, it's like, you better, you're lucky if your food's still Is this uh, just like serious? a TV movie trope? <laughs> it doesn't exist in real life? Lamar. No, I don't know. Oh, that <laughs> is the saddest. <laughs> I think last time I ordered a pizza, I mean, it was, I don't remember what Little the service was. It was Little Nero's, yeah. Nice. Um, but Thanks like, for the tip. A, a child brought it to my door. Like it was clear that the, <laughs> here for the holidays, like, the DoorDash driver, or whoever, was just driving around and having their like nine-year-old child nice. run there. I mean, get the family involved, I guess, if you need to make the money and you don't have yeah. childcare. But like, I was handed a pizza by a child, and I was like, okay. Was it that okay, night? Like it, was, was it that night and dark? Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, and I don't have lights outside my house. It was like stage like one of three where Mike's like, "Yeah, there's child, there's this pizza," and then like FBI investigators <laughs> like, "I heard your podcast, and this child's been missing." It, I mean, it, it kind of seemed like, like a trap. Yeah, Mike's <laughs> like, "There's not like lights in front of my house, and like this pizza was." Weird. Well, I have Christmas lights up in front of my house still. It's like a um, child's delivering a pizza to Mike's van in an alley. Yeah. Well, I mean, for those of you who've maybe, seen my maybe house, Mike's which I think, is, Turtle. I think is just Colin, my house is really <laughs> shitty. So, like, it's, uh, you could make some assumptions about what happens in there. You'd be right. <laughs> is it shitty? Like, it has something in the basement that they can arrest you for, like shackles and, yeah. and, and children. And, <laughs> nice. Nice. Mike, I can think of all sorts of things. Here's a show that will get me back in every which way. Okay. Now that we're, you know, like, I know we're approaching, like, out of the holiday situation. Mm -hmm. But, like, things have, like, there's not been new shows. There's been writer strikes. Mm -hmm. My wife and I have gone right back to Law and Order um, Special Victims Unit. Wow. They get you back every time. Every time, Lamar. Uh, Every time. Can't go back. Got to go back every time. And so nothing surprises me. I don't understand the appeal of that show. It's amazing. Maloney. He's back. It's a bunch of Maloney. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but no. Yeah, you you know Maloney. Christopher Maloney? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I like him in the, the Harold and Kumar series. Do you? Yes, I do. <laughs> Sings like an angel. He does sing like an angel. <laughs> um, dirty work. That's dirty. It is dirty. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go back. Let's okay. go back. Let's, let's go, go back to talking about something else. I know. Let's do that. Lamar. Uh-oh. You, you why, 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 why are you going, Mike, with an Aunt Becky style? I'm very curious. Uh, oh, we're, we're back to, we're oh, back yeah. to which Full this, House. This, 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 is, the real, this is the real podcast. Okay. Feel, because she's a criminal. <laughs> I do I like, like you're yeah. gonna, she's doing dirty work. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be in for that. Everybody else is so innocent, except yeah. for maybe Kimmy. She, I feel like Kimmy can do some dirty work as well, but. That's not your type. I heard uh, Kimmy Gibbler on a podcast recently, like yeah. real life Kimmy Gibbler. I saw her on an interview as well recently. I think her name is Andrea Barber, if I'm not yes. mistaken. She is. So I don't know what your your take on this interview that you saw yeah. or her Was it like an audio? I think she video? just recently had a kid and it was a video okay. off of, I can't recall. So mine was a podcast. Yeah. She was probably one of the most down to earth reasonable celebrities i've like honestly ever heard in my life like ever there was a lot of uh i remember they were asking her about like you know when you're working on full house what was everyone doing and she was like oh i I, I would hang out with uh stephanie 
And she's like, you <laughs> yeah. know, I was years older than her. And she's like, I know that wasn't like the cool thing to do, but like we actually formed like a real life friendship That's over cool. the years because of this. But we were like the two who were like, oh, like I don't party and I don't go to clubs and I don't do weird stuff. I just am here for a job and then I do other stuff like with my family. It was like a very, I don't want to say wholesome because it wasn't just like trying to be like, I'm trying to be wholesome. It was just like my parents also knew I lived in a world of celebrities in awfulness and we kind of weren't that. Um, And it wasn't like a slant against other people in the cast, but it was like a slant against other childhood celebrities, whereas, like, there's no way to get out of this. I have no idea what we're talking about right now. <laughs> I'm just looking across the, the studio at Colin, looking at his notes longingly, like... <laughs> I also did not really watch Full House, so I'm just like, all right. Yeah, it's... I don't know. <laughs> it's deep. We should set up... You could totally set up a Patreon, though, and then we could have all of the Full House conversations you want. That's true. Step yeah. by step. This could be a oh, wait, branch, that was not that was not a joke. Could be like, branching off to Full House or no, Step by Step no. or Jeff Franklin podcast. I was going to say jokingly, like step by step, we go through all the Full House episodes, but no. <laughs> I wonder. If I just like to psychologically analyze Mike and sitcoms sometimes. This is sitcoms that I've not seen. <laughs> that's why Lamar and I were able to talk in code. Mm-hmm. I'll show you some more Who's the Boss episodes. Awesome. I'm I I never want to watch another Who's the Boss episode. <laughs> not even one where. Uh, they Tony sees Angela naked in God, the shower. I saw that episode like every <laughs> week. Every week that Just episode watch that was one on. And end it. Ah. <laughs> every week. Yeah. Mike, what was your favorite sitcom growing up? Like any. I know you say you like you have not watched sitcoms, but like clearly like there's been a few. Like oh, what, I don't so know. like what was like one of your jams? I mean, I see Seinfeld, I guess. Okay. Are we counting that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Like I didn't that 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 was kind of of the time when I started having TV. So okay, so how about this? Yeah, so when you were younger, what was like a channel that came through? Like what would be a show? How about this? It doesn't have to be like one of your favorites. What cuz there's a, a handful of shows I could say like what was I subjected to? Like <laughs> what was a show that you watched as a kid? That was a sitcom that you remember. None of them (laughs) at all. (laughs) Well, I mean, so like what was before Seinfeld for you? Well, for most of the, most of my growing up, like we didn't, we just had antenna TV and the only station that we could get in the woods was PBS. Okay. So, I mean, I watched like PBS shit. Um, a lot of the, like Agatha Christie, like Poirot with, uh, David Suchet from, what, what movie did we do that he was in? I think it was wing commander oh yeah um oh yeah yeah, yeah. uh so that, that that kind of stuff like it wasn't until i was in high school and we got a prime star satellite dish uh that i really started having access to like contemporary broadcast television so i mean i you're not like we'll have to ask colin you're not far from lamar and i so when i was much younger we did have like hbo and stuff like this and then I was living in another state, and then we had antenna, and then another state. Um, I would say half the time I had antenna. So there were sitcoms I would see. So things like Full House, etc. I would see on like a crappy antenna like TV because like we actually got that. It'd be like one of a handful of channels we got. Like acknowledging, I was like, oh my god, we once had MTV, nice. it's gone. And I know Lamar and I have talked about this. Like 
Lamar, I told you, like, uh, Star Trek Next Generation, I watched that because literally it was like, that was one of three channels I had at <laughs> night. And I was like, hell yeah, like, I'm going to watch this show. <laughs> Good man. Right. So, like, yeah. So, it was they were like, yeah, like, Colin, anything for you, like, uh, sitcom-wise growing up? Uh, Even if you didn't like it. Yeah, I mean, there's a few, but it's hard to think back to, you know, the earliest one. But there were things like Dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, Star Trek. Um, I don't know. Hard to hard to think back that far. None of them were very good. <laughs> and yeah, I don't yeah. think I'd go back to revisit <laughs> yeah. any of them. Yep, yep, yep. Lamar and I can have endless conversations about Mama's family. Yeah. It was like, hey, cool. It's I'm 12 years old, and it's 10 o'clock. Is like Mama's family, Highlander, the series. Oh yeah, Duncan McLeod. <laughs> yeah, it was like the like, like the one channel I could out. And so that's why I usually ask Mike because I didn't have like endless like uh, cable channels, even though like I I was aware of them. It was definitely like I could dial into three channels. Like one was complete garbage, yeah. and one was like. Here's the sitcom channel, the only one I have access to. And honestly, uh, my brother and I for a while just had like a like a small black and white TV, and that's how we watched some of it and played Nintendo. So I was like, wow. Yeah, that's pretty much me. I I've always recalled having a TV in my room, and just I grew up as an indoor TV kid, just watching random channels, whatever I could find. It's my how I grew into my obsession of watching sitcoms and. Old TV shows and wrestling and just whatever studs. I remember studs vividly. Like, oh my god, it was terrible. Oh yeah, <laughs> but god, I mean, what, yeah. It, that's just me. It, even terrible TV, I could tolerate. I'd just sit there and watch and just, but like appreciate it and riff it. As a kid, it's, man, this is terrible. <laughs> but it's I gave them ratings. <laughs> yeah, it it's, it's totally still terrible. <laughs> I'm glad we can recognize that. <laughs> I'll so, still watch it. I, I feel now Mike was only watching weird PBS. It was like, you have to be educational or is getting like painting lessons or. Well, something. I mean, that's all, that's really all we got. I just, I didn't, I was outside most of the time when I was a kid, I was like running around the woods or playing with my dog You're or opposite my bike. Me. Yeah. I just, I just didn't, Mike, I didn't really watch a lot of television. Mike wasn't opposite of me. Like, so all but of my... You've seen every show on the planet but, but that I've not even heard of. Well, everything that you're telling me is like when Mike... Or, I'm sorry. When Mike is like saying like, I've seen all these shows, Lamar and I have talked to him like, this is what I watched at like nine o'clock at night on yeah. like a small TV. Like, now <laughs> it was like, you're not allowed to be outside anymore because I was a kid. Or summers. It was like cool like it's nine o'clock you need to be inside but it's like you don't need to go to sleep i guess you could watch this weird tv yeah. i'm like mama's family star trek next generation yeah, like what was on yeah like that yeah so it was like i could do other things but that was like pretty much all i was doing until like i'd go to bed and then i'd read like i like actively read and stuff like that um but these would be the shows I'd watch. And a lot of them were always like, in, and now that I'm thinking about them, like summers or holidays. And that's how I had free time to watch them. It's just like yeah. these weird in-between times. But it's like you have one channel to do it on. <laughs> and that just like Dirty Work. Just like the plot of Dirty Work. You have one channel to do it on. What's Dirty Work? I don't even know. <laughs> it's a what, movie. Whatever it is, it's <laughs> dirty. <laughs> Guys, you, you guys are too focused on the movies. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> I, I, I apologize. Something about a Rottweiler. 
uh, yeah, as a kid, he got chased by Rottweiler, and part of his plot to uh, get revenge was to get a bigger, gayer German Shepherd. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, there, there's a few things in this movie that I feel like wouldn't make the cut these days. Like the all the gay jokes. All the edgy comedy of 1998 yeah. was kind of filtered into this movie. But, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, got a chuckle back then. Now, it's like, whatever. It's kind of lame. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's it, still got a chuckle they, out of me. Well, I mean, <laughs> some of it doesn't hold up proper. Sure, some yeah. of it does. Yeah. You can chuckle like, ha ha, gay dogs. Ha ha. Well, I, I was, Colin and I were talking before we recorded about, like, I genuinely find this movie very funny still. Uh, potentially because I'm a monster. Uh, but, but but he pointed out that like like the, the things that you found funny like in that period of your life just kind of whether or not they've aged well just they can still get a chuckle out of you and I I agree with that and this 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 movie is like representative of that for me there's a lot of things that if I saw it for the first time now I'd do a little bit of collar ringing like Ugh, no. mm-hmm. but you know because I saw this movie when it came out and I would I would have been eighteen I guess. And I, you know, I was an idiot. Yeah, it like, got nostalgia for you. Yeah. Went back. It's like hey, I remember when that was funny. Yeah, totally. It's like I was eighteen. I was watching Full House. <laughs> <That's, Yeah. laughs> <laughs> maybe he was watching Small Wonder. He was. He's going back. Yeah, well, all of them was, was what I was watching. <laughs> all of it in a row. Um, but yeah, so we we've established that you know they're friends. He doesn't like pops. They they. They like to take revenge on people who mess with them. They don't. They don't like taking crap from people. That's kind of the mm. the thesis of this movie. Um, and yeah, what, now now he's an adult. He's down on his luck. He gets fired from the the pizza gig. Um, the pizza. Mike, would you say this is like the original Mario and Luigi of nineteen ninety eight? So like mm. the original nineteen ninety eight Mario and Luigi. You heard what I said. Yeah, he, he gets fired. <laughs> um, they, they use the de-evolution ray and turn him into a Goomba. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yep. You know, nor- normal stuff. Yeah. Uh, it could be Mario and Luigi. There's a tall, skinny guy and a fat guy. Yeah. yeah. It's a spicy meatball. Exactly. And there's a few Italian jokes here. Um, tall stalk of celery. Or yeah. asparagus. E- I mean, either. That's a piccata I wouldn't mess with. Wow. <laughs> You don't want to mess with the piccata. You put some fennel in that. Um, yeah, he get, his girlfriend dumps him, kicks him out, and he move he move. Okay, so he moves in with uh, with Sam and Pops. That's kind of where the movie really starts. Yeah, sure. Pops um, is a dirty old man. Pops is a dirty old man. He's watching like fucking Jazzercise and. Um, when they when the, when the two of them get home, he's like, "Why didn't you bring me a whore?" Nah. Uh, and Sam was like, "Well, like, hey, you know, pops, I thought I thought your your wiener didn't work anymore." He's like, "Well, I got this new magazine subscription, <laughs> which is one of my favorite visual gags of this movie. It's a magazine that he shows to the camera called Impotent Old Men and Whores.' <laughs> nice cover too. Very nice cover. He's like, I've, I've been getting some ideas from this new magazine. They got serial reviews in there. That's for you though." Um, but yeah, we're you know we now we know Pops is is just a weird old perv. I think Pops has his priorities somewhat straight I, I mean, outside of the verbiage of yeah. calling anyone a whore or something along those lines. Pops is of a time uh, where he's gonna die, and he's just like, I want sex and 
probably some kind of like tranquil booze and I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. I mean, that's what we all want, really. Mm. Except he doesn't mince words. He, he's all about just, <laughs> I'm up front. This is what I want. I don't care. You know, when you're that old, you don't have time to pussyfoot around. That's true. Well, that's that's what I'm saying, kind yeah. of complimentary. Like, his verbiage is outdated. And, I mean, this movie's 1998. So, like, I mean, so here's the crazy thing. So, I mean, I, I, I've heard more people reference this, like, as of late. Especially, like, I love Back to the Future and various other things. I mean... Back to the Future was 1950. This was 80 years ago. Like, holy God. So we're looking at 1998. Mm-hmm. So this this movie alone was 25 plus years ago. And we're looking at a man who's super old who was like born in what? Like, I don't know. The 1870s? <laughs> I was there when the railroad was invented. I'm the original banker. <laughs> My guess is like you know, nineteen the teens, maybe? right? So yeah. I'm not so I'm yeah. not defending like how he's phrasing things. Right. Like his verbiage is super outdated and derogatory. But like the guy's like, I want sex and booze before I die. I'm like, okay. Well, in all fairness, he didn't. He he's going to die. He didn't call everyone a whore. He did refer to many women as broads. <laughs> there we go. So <laughs> that's a little bit cleaner. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, <laughs> but that's the relationship. And, uh, you know, Mitch is moving in with him because he, he got kicked out of his house. Um, so, I don't even know where the fuck we are. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, we should probably ask Colin why Rob Schneider was not in this film and how he feels about his absence from this film. That's very yeah, do you want to comment on that as uh, our senior Rob Schneider correspondent? They easily could have replaced Kirk Patrick with Rob Schneider. I thought about it the entire movie. <laughs> oh, no, that actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, they could have. Wow. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, his, Schmoggleton over here, uh, <laughs> that's our <Okay>. correspondent, <laughs> wow. Schmoggleton. Only referencing Schneider and Schmoggleton. Um, the fact that you Schmuggleton. thought about this all throughout the film is amazing. Well, he could he could have played basically the same character. I totally agree. <laughs> I I actually thought Colin was going to write this off as a joke, but I was like, oh shit! Then he just said that, and I was like, oh my god! That's why Schmuggleton. Schmuggleton sounds like if how dare you? Smog from The Hobbit had like a slightly slow Schmiggle? Schmog? younger dragon. dragon sidekick. Like Scooby Doo and Scrappy Doo, Elizabeth, <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> um, Damn it! Any butchering of names? <laughs> <laughs> the slaughtering of your namesake is accepted at Rabbit Troop Sucks. Welcome to Rabbit Troop Sucks After Hours. <laughs> Dirty work. Dirty work. Holiday edition. So you've been in my cab for like four minutes. Like, you want to talk about anything? I've killed 57 <laughs> men. Crazy. Uh, you want to sign this contract to talk on this camera? I do. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, uh, Sam and Mitch go to a bar to kind of commiserate. Um, and, uh, you know, they're, they're hanging out, getting some drinks. Um, we're introduced to... I never got his name. Chris, Chris Farley. Chris Farley. <laughs> was Jimmy? Jimmy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Who, uh, they, they, we meet him, by they're clowning on him. He had his nose bitten off by a Saigon whore. <laughs> um, and he's, he's very sensitive about it. As you do. Um, yeah. Uh, but you know, they're, they're hanging out. Um, Sam goes to hit on a woman. 
and they they end up getting entwined with some some frat guys who want to get into a fight and no one oh just i'm just just all me these, talking now and all these um, scenes <laughs> are just like they add up to really nothing they're just scene 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 yeah no, no <laughs> this movie has very little that, I've so said if you this go before, scene by scene mm-hmm. it just doesn't I've said add this up when yeah. this movie opened up that the editing of this movie is terrible I, but I mean, there's I, like so many fun moments but i don't like, think it's the editing is terrible i just think none of the scenes really are matter <laughs> I, th- I think there's a story that like is threaded throughout but it's just like presented and dumped upon you Sure. Yeah. I, well, I think kind of maybe part of the problem with that is like, really, since they spend so much time like establishing each little element, it kind of seems just like a collection of montages. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Colin, I totally agree. Like, that's why I'm like, this is fun at its core. But if you're really watching this for like a cinematic, cohesive moment, why it, would you? Well, I mean, <laughs> even for a comedy, like, let's go, how about this? Deuce Bigelow. Uh-huh. That movie's bananas. Yeah. But. A to B, you know what's going on, and there's more of a threaded film. This movie is just, I totally agree with Colin. This movie is totally moment after moment. It's montages that kind of bleed into one another. Mm-hmm. It's very bizarre. Um, again, I'm not saying that I don't have fun with this movie. Just how it's put together is kind of crap. Um, it's just bizarre. It's just like, I don't want to say it's even crap. It's just weird like like we've watched like bottom of the barrel movies in our life some for this podcast but like the way this movie is given to us the audience i'm just like what happened <laughs> like in, in some ways i'm like an hour and 20 minutes is not long and then in this movie i'm like maybe it's too long. you know you say an hour and 20 minutes i feel like 10 of those minutes was the extra dialogue that should have been added to this movie to stretch it out to make some of these scenes more cohesive. But they're edited out for the sake of just getting this movie tightened up and you don't need to know about this dialogue. You don't need to know about this. Just get this movie in and out of the oven and as funny as possible. It feels like it's up Norm MacDonald's humor of just laugh, laugh, laugh. All right, keep going, keep going, keep going. Mm. And it has no substance in the end, but yeah. it's just laugh, 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 laugh. Like the the real point of this scene, I think, was really just to introduce. Um, yes, how's it going there? The, oh, the frat totally guys. No, the, the frat girl. guys and the girl. Yeah, Kathy. Yeah, Kathy. Yeah. And then they just you know augment it by repeating the toss Norm Macdonald. <laughs> I do Norm like the McDonald scene. Gag is, is great. Uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, so this this scene does a couple things. It introduces Kathy, who becomes the love interest. Him and her and Mitch just start talking at the bar. Um, it also we were introduced to Shooter McGavin, whatever the fuck his character's name is, because he's on television. Uh, Travis, Travis Cole. Travis Cole. Um, and the biggest thing that this scene does is it introduces the characters of Mitch and Sam back to the idea of getting revenge on people. Yeah, that's true too. Because they get their asses kicked by the frat guys. Uh, but then they, they go into this like long drawn out revenge scheme to get, to get the frat boys asses kicked by, by the real cops. Mm. Um, so yeah, so this, this scene sets up a few things. We're introduced to a couple characters and it sets, it sets the trajectory of the two of them Mm. kind of getting back on this, uh, revenge for hire. Good analysis. It's not all mindless. 
Well, this is a deep movie. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> so many layers. Well, as, as I was saying before, like, you know, the editing or how it's like put together is kind of dumped upon us. I keep thinking, you know, again, this is a 25 plus year old movie. And I think a lot of it is resting on the fact that like you were going into this in 1998. There's this idea that, you know, who these actors are and their comedy stylings. So it's like almost like you're relying more on. I know who Norm Macdonald is as far as SNL and some cameos go. I don't really need to, like more of a backstory. And I'm not saying that doesn't work. I'm just saying it, it's it's bizarre. Like I, I, I encourage anyone listening to this podcast to watch this film because sometimes we watch movies and it's just like it's edited and it's total shit. And you're like, this is insane. But these montages in a way work in some ways. I'm just like, I have to like remove myself that I've seen this before or know this. I'm like, this is bananas in some ways, but in some ways I'm like, as you guys were, Lamar was saying, like, it's just like joke, 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 burn, burn, burn. It works for me. Like, I, I don't know. This is like kind of an anomaly for a film for me. Does that kind of make sense? It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that other? I want to say not Dead Man on Campus, but the or was it Dead Man on Campus? Don't you ever fucking talk to me about I'm sorry. This Why would you do this to me? This is a new year. I thought we could move beyond this. Why are you doing when this? When we to reviewed me? that movie, we said the same thing. These are just scenes strung together, scenes over and over and over again. But this movie feels different because it's, it's building. <laughs> it's a lot better, but it's building the plot versus that was just going for the cheapest joke. I. I mean, I feel you're like, let's talk about Mike's angry place. Yeah. Yeah, Mike's you wanna, don't place. take me back to the dark time. <laughs> well, now, doesn't this make Dirty Work feel so much bigger of a movie now? Than, yeah. There we go, in comparison. I'm like, man, we just might need to like take a pause and give Mike another drink. Like, <laughs> well, we might. I didn't know this was going to take this long. I didn't. Bring, I only brought two beers with me. So. <laughs> There's some Dirty Work. Might need to go go up for a refresh. Um, okay, it, that was a bar fight that we were talking about. Yeah, so the bar fight happens. They get revenge on the frat guys. Um, back at home, they're talking about how how much fun it was. Um, and Pops has a heart attack. Oh Yeah. While he's watching some bras workout. He's watching some bras workout. <laughs> I think it might have been the same video from earlier. Nah, it's it was a better one. I was paying yeah. close attention to that video. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to reboot this movie. It's going to be a children's movie. And it's going to be called Back at Gnome. Boom. Gnome, yeah. like G N. Oh, they're all they're all gnomes. Like gnome Alaska? Yeah. No, like gnome alone. Little, like little gnomes. I'm, like I'm doing gnomes. a whole holiday series. Gnome alone too. There, there's a movie called Bone Alone. Um, that's a Home Alone movie, but with a dog. Ah, uh, that, that was a Are porno. You sure? <laughs> Is it that or porno? It's it's both. All right. Yeah. How, how much of it did you watch? I, uh, Mike, let's just circle back. Was the movie one hour and nine minutes? No, it was like eighty four minutes. No, no. Uh, I know exactly what movie you watched. I, did, we, I didn't watch it. Um, I. Mm-hmm. It's when we when Mike we gave were, me the thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> Mike just texted Liter- me a literally screenshot. and figuratively. I, I gave him the thumbs up. It's like three in the morning. We just texted Jeremy. Jeremy, wake up. Where's Jeremy? What's he doing? What is more important than this? He's bone alone. He was ready to record. He's bone at home, (laughs) but it took us two hours to get down there. (laughs) (laughs) He bailed. He was on on Zoom waiting for us. Just staring at a blank screen. (laughs) Um, Okay. 
uh, fuck. So, uh, Pops had a heart attack. Pop, he's in the hospital. Pops had a heart attack. Yeah. He's in the hospital. Paul's oh, amusing it, himself it, with this fucking noisemaker. Extra sad once you said that. I was like, I didn't think we were going to jump to back to that. No, we're jumping back to it. <laughs> hmm. uh, Pops' doctor is Chevy Chase. Yeah. Who has a gambling problem. He seems like he was paid in a day's work. Chevy Chase does not seem like this was like... Although I said he's more of a character than others, this seems like it was like, we're, we're going to film this in 48 hours. That's probably true. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I know Chevy Chase, like, historically is known to be difficult to work with. Uh, and he's been fired from many things. Community, which I love. Um, but he... Chevy Chase always seems like he's giving it his all, even when people don't like him. And even in this movie, which sucked, and he wasn't, you know, he was kind of a bit part. Like, I really feel like Chevy Chase was bringing it. He seemed I, like he was having fun doing yes, it. Yes, I don't Absolutely. disagree. Yeah. I recently watched Snow Day. Hey, tis the season. It's, you know, January. Let's do that snow. Yeah, yeah Snow Day is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And we could do Fletch anytime on this. I mean, I think there's a lot of people who have not watched. Hey, Colin, have you seen Fletch? Have you uh, seen Fletch? I'm Lich? sure I've seen Fletch. Cullen's, Cullen's answer is screams to me. Let's watch Fletch. <laughs> I would do that. It's been a um, while. Cullen says, uh, but I'm like, uh, well, Fletch won. Has it, has it, well, obviously. Has anyone seen the re- the remake? No, no we were going to watch it, but then you watch it like on a trip. Like, yeah, I saw it on an airplane. Yeah, I'd watch it again with you. Uh, yeah, I'd watch it. We, Cullen, you should totally watch Fletch 1. Like, seriously. Like, it, Fletch 1, I think, especially with some of the humor we've talked about in more recent films, I think you would totally dig. Yeah. Is um, the new one John John Ham? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I don't think we should do that for the podcast. Oh, um, the John Ham one? Yeah. But fl- regular old Fletch? I do regular Fletch. Oh, uh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be fun. Okay. But, you know, Fletch starring Chevy Chase, who's in this movie as a doctor. How dare you? Um, <laughs> he's got a gambling problem, and he breaks it to the boys. You know, Pops needs a new heart. He's not an athlete. He's no one famous. He's really fucking old. Uh just time to do some dirty work. He, you're, he's not gonna. He's not high up on the priority list. But if you get me fifty thousand dollars, or do some dirty work to get me fifty thousand. Yeah, what, whatever you need to do to get fifty thousand dollars, I can bump his name up and get him a heart because I need to pay these gambling. As debts. long as you do some dirty work. So, <laughs> and that that kicks off the business. Not to read too much into this, but okay. he has to be running the worst practice. Of all time. Absolutely. He's yeah. pretty much the Nick Riviera of <laughs> real life docs yeah. here. That's, that's true. <laughs> He's got a hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> no, he's fine. So th- so these gents are like, you know what? Let's do some dirty work. Because that's what's going to stick it to the man. And, you know, conveniently, as we've noted in other films, in a prize package of 50K, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. could get a heart surgery. Well, at first they just, they try to get some, they get some jobs. Um, they, they try to get a construction job, to, but they don't know anything about construction. Uh, they do, they get 50 bucks for test eating some brownies, uh, which gives Norm McDonald hives and he may, it makes him hallucinate. Uh, Gary Coleman and Adam Sandler is the devil. Yeah, sure. That was a nice little scene. It was, it was a good one. Um, then they get a job at a movie theater. Where Don Rickles is their manager. Don Rickles is just laying into uh, to Sam about being, you know, a bit husky. Well, we noted that this uh, Adam Sandler had a cameo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Sandler Production Company right here, as I noted before, Goldberg's. Uh, any of you have a favorite Adam Sandler film? I say this. Uh, 
My wife has warmed up to Adam Sandler over the years. I, I like Adam Sandler. I mean, I know Adam Sandler could be as in, in super dumb as shit films, but there's so many like fun one-liners. And as he grows older, um, some of his more uh, recent films I've really liked. And those are the films my wife is like. She's like, ah, I like this more subdued, not over-the-top, like, Happy Gilmore Adam Sandler. And I totally understand. Like, I like the ones with Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, the murder mystery ones. Yeah. Those are the ones my wife likes. And I do, too. It's like, it's not over-the-top. It's, this is just, like, weirdly odd. Yeah. Like, just odd silly. I thought um, those movies were fun. I mean, they don't, to me, they're not the same as, like, the classic Adam Sandler No, movies. no, no. The, the best Adam Sandler cameo was not this movie, but it was Deuce Bigelow too. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? In the the uh, the training video, it's like the in memoriam video. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Uh, Colin, do you have any uh, Adam Sandler highlights? Mm, I like the wedding singer, but I just oh, might yeah. just because I have a thing no. for Drew Barrymore. Mm. Oh, really? I did when I was a kid. Oh man. <laughs> do do you not like Drew Barrymore? I I, I I like the struggle. I'm indifferent. I have nothing to say about Drew Barrymore. Every time I see Drew Barrymore, I kind of wanna not watch Drew Barrymore anymore. <laughs> it's been like twenty years since I've seen Ever After, but I really liked that movie when it came Wedding's, out. Wedding Wedding Singer is a super that. uh, that's a fun one. And Wedding yeah. Singer is a super fun film. I would go back to Wedding Singer yeah. at any point in time. It's such a fun film. But I thought you were gonna Firestarter. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh lamar any any fun adam sandler films uh, not really adam sandler is just like whatever to me i obviously i love uncut gems i saw that with oh, you yeah. in the theater yeah that's uh, as far as a classic i think my favorite is it's kind of funny you mentioned your wife didn't like happy gilmore i think happy gilmore is my favorite mm-hmm. <laughs> adam sandler film i don't know why i think it's the right level of comedy for me lamar, it's not I- too over the top like like I little Nikki. I think um Waterboy. I I don't. No one else does. Waterboy Waterboy is just a little over the top. I but I like it. Happy Gilmore, I agree, Lamar. It's completely over the top silliness, but there's enough like one like deadpan one liners that you're like, damn. That cut to the core. (laughs) Like like someone took a back approach to be like, here's a world of insanity and silliness. And someone's like Here's a real like knife blow to the gutter, the heart. And like, ah. <laughs> also, uh, Happy Gilmore has Julie Bowen from Modern Family, yeah. who's oh. amazing. Um, yeah. She ever every time I see her in anything, she is super super awesome. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween's awesome. <laughs> Hubie Halloween is awesome. <laughs> yeah, so that's the older Adam Sandler, a little more subdued, but like. It doesn't always have to be over the top. It's just yeah. going to be like, you're fun. I, I also have a little soft spot for Billy Madison. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Me I too. Just, Billy Madison's great. I, yeah. I, I and I Uncut like Gems. Uh, I know. I think Adam Sandler was kind of like, uh, from what I could tell in the media, was like a little taken aback. Like, I wasn't even really nominated or won this award. Hmm. I don't know what that guy has to do. Uh, Uncut yeah. Gems, he totally should have won an Academy Award. <laughs> that was a huge mistake. Uh, and not to get like politically uh, on this obscure film podcast but there's nothing that guy could have done differently and i think that's just shown every which way in the academy awards yeah that, that movie was great even punch drunk love I yes he was really good in okay um, even though that movie every time i watch it it makes me really angry but i think it's supposed to <laughs> yeah. yeah that's fair yeah <laughs> yeah adam adam sandler films have been super fun as of late and his production company always seems like super fun to work with mm-hmm 
I know we're. I know it seems like we're derailed from this film. I mean, like, but that's this film. Going back to what Colin said, this movie's like way more like montages. Like now that you know the characters, here's situational stories. But the story is really just they're doing odd jobs to make money, and the situation is they're gonna ruin someone's day at the job where i.e employees are like my boss sucks we're each gonna give you like 10 bucks but it's gonna equate to 150 bucks if you guys make this job uh fun for us but shitty for our manager and that's like most of the movie like kind of like jackass if it was a film but fictional but more realistically silly not just people like hammer in their balls right well like, I, mean, I don't know what to say so the the movie theater gig that they get with don rickles this is where that the concept Rick? comes yeah. into play yeah the d ricks um Dan- danny ricks um he uh he's, he's a dick and he you know he's making a big deal about like he you know he this tonight's got to go well i don't know fucking why um but uh chris farley's brother who is one of the actors in the scene is like i really hate that guy and they're like, well, let's let's fuck up his life. And they're like, well, we need this job, but we'll give you money if you fuck his life. But up. I also noted it, he was giving a talk to all of them like it was 25 new employees at a theater. Well, it might have been. I mean, we don't yes. really know the context. I, I kind of thought like those like it was the they were getting ready to open or yeah, something. For they, the like night. the big wigs were and, there you know, for an those, inspection. Those two guys were new, but everyone else yeah. had been there for a while. Yeah, I don't, I don't really it was know. Just a, a pep talk for the day. But so, I, so I took it as it was. Yes, the big wigs were there. But it was like a new theater, like being opened to be presented to those big wigs. And also, everyone who was being employed there was like, I don't know, what, what do you think the lowest age was there? 28? Yeah, old. <laughs> Maybe. Am I at a movie theater? Like, all right. Don Rickles doesn't fuck with teenagers. That's true. <laughs> D-Rex, as you know. <laughs> yeah, D-Rex doesn't have time for that. Um, but because they don't give a shit, they, yeah. they, they fuck with them. So they, for the big event, they put on... Rather than whatever movie was supposed to be, they put on uh, Men in Black who like to have sex with each other. <laughs> it's a great title. Which was a pretty good gag. Um, D. Ricks is not happy. <laughs> uh, but they get they get some cash, and then they think, well, let's make money from this, and they rent a storefront and do this professionally. They get up that very, like, Im- like their big sign up quick yeah they they, yeah. they didn't waste it well they this all, isn't like a banner that's why i wanted to no, know there was like, like a lit sign yeah well they've crazy. only got two weeks to get the money it for was, Chevy Chase. it was lit so <laughs> yeah questions where they got the money to set up this building well How dare you? This <laughs> is i'm not question. Uh, artie lang's saying. sister sent them two grand okay to help with pops's heart transplant yeah and they you they use that money all right pops in the hospital <laughs> they blew it all on the side blew yeah. it all on the signs um they decided to, to capitalize on an advertising option where uh, Kathy from before, she runs into Mitch and she says she works at a used car dealership that's uh, going to do a live TV commercial. And Mitch is like, hmm, we can fuck this commercial all up and advertise for ourselves. So they do so with a lot of prostitutes. <laughs> No one wants to. Okay, yeah. <laughs> keep, keep I'm going. trying to think of how to get this because this scene is. Uh... The plot is good, but uh, well, you know, it's uh, <laughs> a what, what's, a, idea. what's his name? David Kechner, Cockner, Cockner, Maybe. David Cockner, yeah, Cockner. Yeah. I want to say it, it is Cockner. It's, okay. I think it is K O E C H N U. Cock something. <laughs> Paul's got his machine going. Oh, cocked. <laughs> is that is that a cock? Well, Mike, do you want to say his name again? Cockner. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a different kind of podcast. And he's like a big, big time dick bag uh, selling Cadillacs. Um, and, and, you know, Mitch rolls up and interrupts the live shoot. He's like, these trunks look really small. I was like, oh, the trunks are very spacious. Pops a trunk. There's a dead hooker in there. I mean, it's not really a dead hooker. It's just a regular hooker, but she's pretending to be dead. But all the trunks have hookers in them. Ruins the commercial. Great advertising for the dirty work business. I do like the uh, delivery of Norm McDonald's. Hey, look, there's dead hookers in there. Yeah, look, oh, look there's dead. You know another, how he goes. I've never seen so many dead hookers in my life. <laughs> so he gets a free commercial out of it, and he it's does. pretty funny. I like the scene a lot. I mean, I don't yeah. know the last time you guys watched a live uh, from a used parking lot for a used car dealership commercial. No, but they, this, the scandals this created has been just astronomical. Well, I mean, it's a mistake. I don't know why used car dealerships insist on shooting all their commercials live. You've got to shoot this. It seems like a mistake. <laughs> that's the hit. That's um, the hit move. But you know, usually there's you know two or three dead hookers, but I think there was four this time. There were so quite a few. It was definitely the most. Well, when you go yeah. live, you go big. He yeah. uses the opportunity to sneak in his advertising business at the end. Yeah. Like, yeah. Lamar, would you say opportunity knocks? It does. <laughs> it knocks at the trunk with a dead hooker oh yeah one <laughs> of the dis- ding one dong of, one of the hookers was the saigon whore who bit jimmy's nose oh, that's true ah. and he run he sees her on tv live runs down there to confront <laughs> they get back together it's sweet oh. why do at they the cor- do it at the, live at the core it's a b-side romance yeah. it is yeah that's that's the real plot it's jimmy and the the saigon whore's relationship story it seems like a band <laughs> seems like a band theme Maybe name. Jimmy um, and the Saigon Whore? Sure. Yeah. That's a good name. <laughs> uh, unsurprisingly, Kathy's upset that... Well, Kathy loses her job. Yeah, it didn't work out well for her because the, the thing was a disaster for the company. Yeah. They had to close. I mean, one failed live commercial, the dealership had to close. <laughs> Within everything in this movie happens in a very short time yeah. frame. He put all of his money into this commercial. That was it's the like one the new thing, Star Wars yeah. film. It happens in like five hours. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, you've got the force. Use the force. <laughs> it happens now. in five hours and sucks. <laughs> now the force. Seems weird because it's, I wrote down Kathy's fire, but then a midget walks in. Does well, anybody yeah. else have <laughs> No, no. It's <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah, immediately when, when Kathy's like, yeah, thanks, I got fired. A, a dwarf walks in and is like, hey, your revenge business looks great. I need you to get revenge on uh, the bearded lady at my freak show carnival. And I, I thought the old premise was revenge on the nerds. Well, I mean, I wouldn't do that because yeah. I would probably hang with the nerds and they seem pretty dope. Because you're a but... fucking nerd. How <laughs> dare you? Bunch of fucking queenies. <laughs> I don't know if you can hang with those nerds in 2023. No. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Oh, no. God. God, <laughs> no. God, no. But with like 2023 nerds I yeah. can hang with. Yeah. But those nerds, no. No. Though, they've nerds. been canceled 87 times over. But they do, you know, they do help the guy out with his bearded lady. Do you, do you know who the bearded lady was? No. It was Rebecca Romaine. That's awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. All right. Um, you just couldn't tell because she had a beard. There's That's another true. cameo. She wasn't blue. Nice. What? She wasn't blue. Or or, or Oh, she wasn't blue. Okay. <laughs> or, or or married to the guy from Stand By Me and oh. Sliders. Was this pre or post Stamos? It doesn't even matter anymore. No, it doesn't. It's always Stamos. All Stamos all the time. Yeah. Um, I don't know what happens next in this movie because I don't have my notes in front of me. They so get then, revenge on the nerds. Um, ner- well, not the nerds, but the jocks, the uh, fraternity. 
No. Next is well, the they don't deal with the fraternity in this scene or like in this chunk, do they? This is funny because it's all sounding like Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> like everything, the fraternity. The yeah, we're playing loud music. It's, it's this is the neighbor. This the is the neighbor. Oh, was the neighbors? Okay, I thought it was their. This is hilarious. Yeah. So this this guy he he hires them. He's like, my neighbors. They're they're driving their cars, revving their engines, always being loud. I just need you to shut them up. So they go to this house, and it's like this big kind of mansion. They start hiding fish everywhere. And then the owners of the house get home, and it's clearly like mob boss time. It was Uh, like crooked cops meet mob boss meets deal gone wrong. Right. So they walk in, and one of them's like, hey, I smell dead fish. And they're like, is that a code word? Are you a cop? They're like, no, it just smells like dead fish. And it just turns. You don't see it. It just pans back to, to Sam and Mitch. Uh, but it's just like a bloodbath massacre, um, and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a chainsaw. Yeah. It ends with a grenade exploding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Say hi to the devil for me. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. Yeah, um, it's 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 pretty good. So second client, uh, mission complete. Yeah, yeah great. Uh, third yeah. client is an old lady whose house is going to get bulldozed. Mm-hmm. Hires hires them to stop the bulldozer. They use the popcorn they, trick from yeah, earlier. They used that earlier. Yeah. Uh, is that the popcorn trick that they use? <laughs> <laughs> so many popcorn tricks. Unsurprisingly, <laughs> on after that one, they go straight to jail. Yeah. We call that the original Don Rickles Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> Rickles Pickles. <laughs> Damn. Those cops just rolled in on them, too. Just... Well, they it left a trail worse. of popcorn from the scene to their office. That's true. And they so, did that joke before, so it's yeah. easy to trace. Yeah. Um, but who bails them out of prison? Shooter McGavin, or whatever the fuck his name is. I thought you were going to say a bottle of Bailey's, and we're going to lead into like some kind of like commercial like, Bailey's, bringing in the New Year's 2024. What's the shitty off-brand Bailey's that we're drinking right now? Quimby's. Quimby's. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really Quimby? So no. I, was, I was about to say, wow. <laughs> that, that, can't, that doesn't sound right. Yikes, that went on forever. It didn't take a <laughs> while. It, it went on too long. Oh, no, Colin, Colin took things away. Whatever it is, I'm drinking it now. Quimby's, you real cream. Oh, God. <laughs> God, Mike, calm down with your Quimby's. <laughs> so many Quimby's. Because you, you guys are focusing too much on this dirty work. It's really just more, they're just doing dirty work. This is what this movie is. Can just you explain this, it to me in Full House? <laughs> yeah, so it's like oh Stamos who like moved into the basement. And, <laughs> and Jesse and the Rippers is just trying to make it big. But like you just don't understand. Sometimes they're going on their Jap- Japanese tour. Sometimes they're just playing like California. Sometimes he's just doing jingles with Joey. like Jingles with Joey. I mean that Lamar, am I wrong? We also got Aladdin makes an appearance. I could say all Aladdin. That band was so small. How did they tour internationally? Well, their 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 audience in Japan was like fifteen people. So that's (laughs) we got to get over there for our fifteen fans. Well, you gotta. That's similar to our uh, Japanese audience. That's true. Yeah, we'll and, get over there. And if you look at the the house in uh, full full house over the years, it's like we're gonna add another room and we're gonna finish off the basement. All like all of a sudden, this place is like I don't know, like eight thousand square feet. Wow, 
There's an attic. There's a basement. There's the Rippers. I genuinely don't know what, what we're talking about any longer. Mike, did someone say wood? No? <laughs> no? Okay. That's, that's, <laughs> that, that's fine. What if I said there's a prison sex scene in this movie that's not seen but talked about thoroughly with ridiculousness? Well, you don't see penetration, but... <laughs> and I'm kind of questioning <laughs> if so the penetration <laughs> was. I mean, they allude I, to it happening. Yeah, yeah pretty pretty directly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, 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 most, the most hurtful thing was the lack of respect. <laughs> well, there was that other thing, the but other then thing. the lack of respect. As he's pulling up his pants. <laughs> well, sometimes in dirty work, uh, you're, you, it goes wrong. Uh, and it's she, ridiculous. Shooter McGavin made promises he did not uphold, and then, then Sam and Mitch went to jail. Well, no, so he bailed them out of jail. Yeah, he, well, he also bailed out them out. By yeah, he, he bails them out and was like, hey, you know, great work. Um, can you fuck up a house for me? Cause uh, it's it's crackheads living in there, and I want to evict them, but I can't. So fuck the house up. And they're like, we'll do it for fifty thousand dollars. He's like, yeah, that's the right amount of money for that. <laughs> Just <laughs> sent out a alarm right there. Yeah, but it didn't. Fine. So they they agree to it, and uh, on their way, they they run into Kathy, who's like, oh, that house is where my grandmother lives. And they're like, well, that sucks. We're going to do this anyway. <laughs> and they do. And, and they, they do. trash it. Because they think the grandmother is a pimp. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Like, Inconsequential. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> three three women walk in, so she must be running a, right. a brothel. An old, an old lady with, with three attractive women has got to be a madame and her flock. So they trash the house, and Shooter McGavin's like, you know what? I'm not going to pay you shit. Yeah. So, uh, I, I didn't own that house, so yeah. psych. Right. You know who owned the house? Psych. Psych owned the house. Um, <laughs> Psyche McGillicuddy. Kirk, Kirk Patrick owned the house. Yeah. Kirk Cameron. Could have been Schneider. Kirk Cameron owned the house. Candace Cameron's brother. That's it's always sick. back to full house with you, Mike. God, I know. I, know. I don't know how I keep making full this. Full circle. Full house circle. You know, online they call Mike the uh, the full house boomerang. Yeah. That's, that, that's my <laughs> online nickname. It's not Paladin Mike. That's just what I'm known In as. Some circles. Yeah. Okay. Just in this room. I'll take another swig of this. Uh, this guy just calls Quimby. a circle jerk. There you go. Screw this guy. Mm, that delicious it's, Quimby. It's Qu- this Quimby juice. Feel the, the creamy Quimby running down my throat. <laughs> That's okay. Um, Mitch that and Sam are pissed. <laughs> well, yeah, Mitch and Sam are pissed. They don't get the money. Yeah. Um, gotta get the money. They're marching down to Travis's building. You've got to march with the right shoes. Yeah, <laughs> they got the right shoes on. Tie them up. Bought new laces, got them at Walgreens. Well, the other consequential trip. thing that happens after the new laces at Walgreens is uh, Pops tells Mitch that he's his father. Pick me up as a junior mints. Going to yeah, he's like, hey, junior mint, uh, you're, I'm your father. And Mitch is like, no. And Pops is like, I wear a locket around my neck, which contains a picture of me fucking your mom. Take a look at it. He's like, oh, sick. <laughs> okay the eyeliner she's wearing is from walgreens so yeah but he doesn't he doesn't uh he doesn't let mitch tell sam that he doesn't want him to know pick up shampoo and snacks pharmacy goods mm-hmm. brought to you by walgreens cvs you know you, you got to find an attendant to unlock everything for you now it's such oh. a pain in the ass i need some razor blades you're a thief sir yeah i think this is actually the time when sam finds out 
Is it? Yeah. I don't, I, my notes are... Oh, yeah, the reveal was early. I don't know what the fuck's niche. going on right now. <laughs> and so, now it's revealed to Sam. Yeah. How long is, How long, far are we into this episode right I've now? Been Three the, hours? I've been, I've been <laughs> the Phantom of the Opera the entire time. You've been enchanted by my music and my candy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got about four minutes left of dirty work so we can probably get this wrapped up in That's half an hour okay. so. yeah, let's, just, let's just burn through the rest of this movie why That's do you guys have to make it dirty like it's like a dirty yeah, movie I don't know um, so to make it up so basically they, they fuck up what's her name's life yeah um, everyone's unhappy yeah uh, to, to make it up for them they're gonna get back at Shooter McGavin yeah a bunch of frowny faces yeah and he's uh, to, to do this they're gonna ruin his opera He's a he's a big opera. I fan. told you he's found the opera. Oh my god! Wow, wow. that one came in loud. <laughs> Colin, like... you regret that, don't you? I don't regret <laughs> it. <laughs> Before we do the next podcast, am I gonna have to come down here and like sweep the room for novelty items? I don't know. We'll gonna we'll sweep the items. You won't this. find them all. So, I, no, yeah. there's no way. <laughs> We're in a room yeah. of like toys. How dare you? Um, These are action figures. <laughs> Some of them are, yeah. Uh, so they, they decide to fuck up this opera, um, Don Giovanni. The Don, and they're going to do it with skunks and prostitutes. Used to be the Don Juan. Now your name pretty is just Juan. It's pretty much a culmination of all of his previous pranks. He gets all the prostitutes, the homeless mm-hmm. guys, all of them together. Yeah, to come fuck up this opera. One last rodeo. It I, is. I work with a guy named Juan, and I can't say his name. Did you look you at him did. and say your name is used to, used to be the Don Juan? Nah, I really want to Juan. tell him that he used to be a Don Juan. I don't know. Is it just Tuan? Yeah. His name. Yeah. His name is literally Tuan. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. He doesn't look like he used to be a Don Juan. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Tuan, you, shout out. You don't listen to this. Well, I mean, pull the popcorn trick on him and see yeah. how it goes. Which popcorn trick? I. Put popcorn in his car and make it explode. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> make it come out of the exhaust unexplicably. Which, which one were you thinking of? Like the sexual one? Yeah. You're on your own, friend. <laughs> There's so many sexual ones, though. Which one? Which well, exact Mike's going to play Tummy Sticks with Twan. My, my, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> my dick uh, is like corn. <laughs> Give me the uh, butter, baby. Oh, we've got a strange cameo here from John Goodman. Yeah, John Goodman's in this movie. That's <laughs> oh, the right. Before the, uh, before I the opera. I get it, Big Dan. <laughs> he came out for two seconds like, I don't get it, Big Dan, and then left. Yeah, well. Yeah. That was yeah, weird. Got a goodie bag at the end. This is either going to be our most popular episode or our worst episode. <laughs> we will find out. Well, we will find out. Well, this is at the end where they do their dirty work. Yeah. yeah and they true. dirty it up good. <laughs> well, so, okay, we're, just, we're burning through it. They ruin the opera. Um, Mitch actually had a recording of Shooter McGavin explaining the plot of the movie because he forgot that he had his recorder on. Sure, that high-def recorder that costs yeah. $5. Yeah. Uh, so he uses it to blackmail him. He gets a check for uh, for Chevy Chase. And um, the Jehovah's Witnesses. And the Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> they all get the checks. The Girl Scouts get the cookies. Um, the Boy Scouts get the uh, the popcorn. I want the fudgesicles. No one gets the fudgesicles. <laughs> Jimmy gets a new nose. Jimmy oh, gets yeah, a new nose. Nice. And a Saigon whore. And a Saigon whore. Um, so, Kirk, Kirkpatrick gets his building back. It's a fairy tale. It all, it all kind of wraps up. Yeah, Kirkpatrick nice. got a bum fucking deal in this. He got to punch three guys in the stomach. Yeah. That's it, how he In return, he got a destroyed, a <laughs> <laughs> a condemned apartment building. Yeah. 
I do like how the movie wraps up literally with him just driving away and him monologuing that the doctor that he gave the 50k to was beaten to death. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. Bye. Credits roll. I think we, I, I, I think the audience really deserved like some kind of like hip hop like that would have been nice. Yes. Dirty word. <laughs> this movie. I mean, this movie did have post credit bloopers, which I appreciate. Sure. What this movie really could have benefited from was like. A cure, a, a purpose written rap song that summarized the plot of the movie. The dirty work. Because <laughs> not enough movies do that. I'm trying to think light. of all of the movies we've seen that, that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh huh. This is what we do. <sighs> Definitely. Um, God, what was that Fat Boys movie we did? Dirty Disorderly. Work. Disorderly. <laughs> it was dirty work. <laughs> it might have been. Yeah. They did dirty do work. dirty work there. <laughs> well. Before we give you our final views on dirty Dirty work, work. uh, feel free to reach out to us at rabbittroopsuckspodcast at gmail.com or reach out to us directly at rabbittroopsucks.com. Facebook, Instagram, if there's any movies you think we should watch, if there's some dirty work you think we should get into. um, We'll probably do it, honestly. Mike? We (laughs) We could use the money. Has there been money? No. Where is the money? <laughs> Where is this money? No, no, well, there is. There's negative. We've spent money. Mm. Um, That's the dirty work. Yeah, yeah. If if some of the money came back, oh, like a boomerang, boomerang. like a boomerang, yeah. boomerang, Mike. Yes. New year. Yeah. New moniker. Mm-hmm. So how awesome right. is dirty work for everyone? Dirty work. It was dirty. Yeah. But it was awesome. It dirty was awesome. I, I, I go back like in all seriousness. This movie is weird. Uh, it totally works for me. It's kind of like a weird comedy. It's totally fun to watch with friends. But uh, what Colin noted is it's just like a series of montages. Like once you know the characters, it's just like out of sequence things uh, kind of overall. But it works. Like I, I know that's like re- really weird. But that's why I said before I encourage anyone listening to this to watch this movie. Especially if you know the cast members and stuff like this. Uh, the sad moment is, uh, yeah, like everyone's half, dead. Yeah, yeah, like half the core group is deceased. Bob Saget, Don Rickles, uh, Pops, uh, Norm Macdonald. Um, that that sucks. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's totally worth watching. Um, I had fun with it. Dirty work. I think the, I think I mentioned this before that the runtime of this movie that. 10 minutes that was cut that make it an actual full 90 minutes. I think they did a good job of editing that stuff out. I think if they left it in, the dialogue would have been too long. It would have felt like a different movie. I think there might have been some love scene dialogue too between Mitch and Kathy that they tried to maybe expand on, but I'm glad they kept it really short. I'm glad that they kept everything short in this movie. Did I'm they happy for the length. Yeah, yes, they, they, they drove the up in the end. He got oh, okay. the girl. Lamar, how do you like that our podcast is longer than the film itself? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty work. I appreciate some of these longer episodes where we are heavily into the liquids. Well, I mean, like, I think the real the real premise of this episode is more like not about dirty work, but full house and how is Mike Pallet and Mike making this a fuller house for one of the characters and you throwing out that Aunt Becky is the one he's hooking up with is 
Kind of blowing my mind. I was looking at the roster, and I figured Aunt Becky is the safe choice. Yeah. <laughs> you, okay. don't wanna, you don't want to touch with any of the others. I pre- appreciate you don't these. Wanna, yeah. I appreciate these longer episodes turning a full house into a full home. Oh, That's nice. Hey. It's good. It's like that'll a hallmark. That would be the name card. of the spinoff of mm-hmm. podcast, Full Home. Cool. <laughs> Two-hour episodes of analysis of no, full house episodes. For sure, great. Featuring Mike. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine anything Mike would like more than watching Full House episodes and talking about it on a regular I basis. I couldn't even no, imagine, that, that, but I would pay money. That sounds amazing. <laughs> you know what? If you pay me money, I'll, I'll It would be it. very little money. <laughs> Not <laughs> enough to make you excited. Yeah, this, is gonna, this is going to be an expensive endeavor. <laughs> this movie is fucking awesome, though. It is. I've seen this movie 8,000 times. I Have you really? No, but yeah. I've seen it a lot. When's the first time you saw it? When it came out. In theaters? Potentially. Wow. I I I, I want to say Chris Brewer and I from uh, guest host of this podcast. Uh, I think we saw this movie in the theater. Um, Were you Norm Macdonald fan at the time, or did you know about him? Big or? Norm Macdonald fan at the time. Cool. Um, I at the end when they're ruining the opera and Shooter McGavin says you're ruining Don Giovanni, and Norm Macdonald says Don Giovanni, who's that dude? <laughs> who's that dude? Is something I say in my life. <sighs> three times a day and no one understands why um damn every time i walk up to a jukebox i say street fighting man g7 no one knows what i'm talking about <laughs> i don't know why for one for one quick second mike i thought you were gonna say you walk up to a jukebox and say who's that dude <laughs> who's that dude i say who's that dude a lot um nice it's like, nice to have a reference to all your little I, jokes I, that I, we I quote don't this get. movie a lot uh i i mean this movie is not great by today's standards, but I I absolutely love it. I always I I laugh constantly throughout this movie. You should watch it. Everyone's dead. <laughs> it's sad. That is sad. Yeah. Yeah. Colin, what do you think of this? You know, I'm a pretty easy laugh, so if I'm not laughing, it's bad. But this is not the case. I was laughing pretty much throughout the whole thing to the point where it's like, <laughs> am I interrupting? <laughs> no. Am I am I interrupting this movie for other people because no. I'm just giggling the whole freaking time? Oh, shit, yeah, no. it's it's, it's great. so stupid. It's, it's so like, good. It's low hanging fruit, but it works so all well the time for me. It, it just yeah. gets me every time. Yeah, yeah, Mike. That's what I noted before too. Like this low hanging fruit. Like I know that sounds bad on the surface, but this movie really comes together like in this weird. Mm-hmm anomaly of a way that again it's a series of montages you kind of like have to assume who these characters are but then it's just fun like it's super weird (laughs) right low-hanging fruit is also the side name of my (laughs) secret dropbox there was also i I noted in a lot of my notes a lot of fruit comments like (laughs) he does call them fruity or yeah. Oh, when he's when he's talking to there's just Enzo or whatever the fuck his yeah. name just is. All you tell throughout. those Italian fruits. Yeah, there's just <laughs> yeah. a lot of weird. Yeah, that would not hold up. Um, no, I mean a lot of the like obviously the prison rape that they were making fun of. You, you probably can't do like the gay dog thing. You, that's you're not going to want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff you just you can't you can't do anymore. And right, rightfully so. I'm not defending it. No. I'm just because I'm a terrible person. And when this came out, I was a child. I thought it was funny, and I still do. So there you go. Yeah. You know, you know what a lot of me. people can't do? The movie we're going to do next week. Oh, what's that? Bruce Willis. Oh, God. That's right. <laughs> Hudson Hawk. We're doing what is considered to be one of the worst movies of all time. 
Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. First Bruce Willis movie we got uh, out of the gates, uh, just a bananas polarizing film. Is this movie good? I no, it's not. <laughs> I was not going to say anything. <laughs> oh. Ooh, <laughs> dot 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 <laughs> question mark. <laughs> but uh, that. we do have a repeat appearance from uh, what's his name? He was in the goo. The goo guy. Goo guy, make someone help me out. What are you uh, doing? I don't know anyone from the goo. I forgot. God damn all it, the stuff. The guy. So the stuff. Yeah. yeah, no, the goo, the stuff. It's the same movie. Mm, it is. Um, so many people in that. Is it Christopher McDonald? It's it Christopher McDonald is in, is in the stuff. Um, you got no. He's uh he's Tommy Five Tones in in Hudson Hawk. Sure. The goo. You guys suck at this. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait <laughs> for it. Seven levers. Seven levels of goo. Danny Aio? Yes. Hey, oh, yeah. okay, all right. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He plays a fucking a guy in in Gooinator? Oh my god. Hmm? Yeah, well he's in Hudson Hawk. And all right. I can't, <laughs> the wait. Hawk can't wait to see you. That's all I got. That's all I got for you. I do remember that you said polarizing movie, Paul. Yeah, the critics were <laughs> really heavy on this movie when it came out. Hudson Hawk, you're talking about. Yeah, oh, it, oh, it, yeah. it did terribly. <laughs> Definitely, a lot of them hated it. Some loved Everyone it. It's like, it. what the hell? Tony Hawk got a back tattoo about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw Hudson Hawk when it first came out, and I, because I was a moron child, kind of enjoyed it. Mike but. took off his pants and just started walking around. I like haven't been wearing place. pants since. <laughs> that was the last time. Wow, it's been. A- Rough couple decades. Yeah, it's been a panel, a pantsless season. Yeah, like the nuts of the season. We got to bring it back, but it's a pantsless season. Well, I mean, the nuts of the season are in full view of everyone because there's no pants. Colin's already in his car. Yeah, Colin is <laughs> Colin is left. Well, it, it reminded me of to, of uh, Last Man Standing for a Bruce Willis movie that I think is super cool. No, that is a good one because all of the uh, Kurosawa stuff just popped back up on HBO. Mm. Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Last Man Standing is like a Yojimbo story. Yeah. All right. Colin brought it to a serious point. Now. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. Well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you explain it to us in Full House? <laughs> uh, I can't because okay. I also have never seen Full House. <laughs> if Mike was part of Jesse and the Rippers, who would Mike be? Which member of the Rippers was more like Yojimbo? Mm, that's, that's a good question. <laughs> Hard questions to answer. Considering I know none of the members of the Rippers. <laughs> no one does. Lamar, all you could really do is cut it out. Mm. <laughs> what is what is that guy's name? That's Joey Glasgow. No, his real name. Dave Coulier. Thank you. I've been trying to think of that all fucking time. <laughs> I've been referring to Mike as Coulier for years. I was like, Coulier's in town. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he he did like a like an animal impression? Was it a, a badger? It wasn't a weasel. That's a... The other See guy. now you're getting it. Now so you're in a full house. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm bringing it back. Well, yeah, what's this guy talking about? I don't know anything about the show, but I know <laughs> I know core elements about characters and side characters in his writing process. This guy's like Dave Coulier fanatic. What animal was it? It was a woodchuck. A woodchuck. Okay. Ugh, gross. A woodchuck's not even a muscular or whatever the <laughs> family of animals that stoats and weasels are. <laughs> stoats. We're getting into genus. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever stoat you are, have a great <laughs> night. And as always, Ravage Roof yeah. sucks. Wow. <laughs> Damn. <laughs>